I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. Alright, what's up Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it. As always, please share it and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button for us. That really helps us out um, on whatever platform you listen on. So tonight we'll preview SU basketball when Colgate comes in Wednesday at 7. And also we will uh, preview Syracuse football as they head to Boston College Saturday at noon. But it's fir- first, as always, got to hear from the folks at MyBookie and um, – if you've ever wanted to place a bet, but were too afraid to place an online bet in, in, in fear of picking the wrong team, well, now's the time to do it because uh, Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving, finally, it's possible for you to get 100% back your refund on your bet if you lose it. With the Turkey Day free play, you can bet on the spread of either the Bears or the Lions. If you win, it wins. If you lose, my bookie will give you your money back up to 250 bucks. You literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. My bookie offers such a great product and there's literally has never been a better time than than right now to try them out unless your sports book is offering something like this i think you should make the switch i've never heard of a sports book doing freebies like this and i doubt it'll ever happen again these guys are trustworthy fast and helpful and i know they're good for it if you're new to sports betting and you have lots of questions that's okay too because my bookie's patient customer service can walk you through any questions you have about how betting works sign up this week and my bookie will give you 50 percent deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to uh, bank even more money when you win. If you log on to MyBookie, set up your account, use promo code QS25, okay? I said QS50 last time. It's QS25 to get 50% bonus. Um, that's promo code QS25. Don't forget that. Um, you do not need the the uh, pet, the uh, promo code for the Turkey Day free play, which if you have an account, you can just go ahead and do that. And if you lose it, They'll credit all the money back to your account automatically. Why? Why are they doing such a thing? I have no idea. I have no idea. But it's Thanksgiving, Sean. It's Thanksgiving, I guess. I mean, to go on, go on there, bet two hundred and forty nine bucks, and uh, you're good. If you lose, you get all your money back. If you win, it pays out like normal. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie, M Y B O K I E, my bookie. All right, so, all right, class, we have some morning announcements. Oh, Let's boy. see. Let's see. Um, okay. 
Uh, I said I would mention this again. At the Orange Appeal. Appeal is spelled A-P-P-E-E-L on Twitter. And search Orange Appeal on Facebook. That is Dale Shackelford and uh, Roosevelt Bowie. Two Syracuse legends. They do a post-game show on Facebook for Syracuse basketball games. Go there, like their pages, whatever whatever social media sites you're on, and you know, show them some Cuse love, okay? Because uh, they're trying to do something that's kind of a startup, and, and they need some help. They asked us to help, and so we're going to help. Um, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, Andre Schmidt. Okay, yes. And I, yeah. know, I know I spelled his name wrong on Twitter. That's the one thing about Twitter is you can't edit it. <laughs> So yeah. I posted it and people started retweeting it because that's what I asked them to do. So I'm like, ah, damn it. All right, fine. So I left it. But um, he is up for the, the Lou Groza, Graza National Collegiate. Groza. Groza uh, National Collegiate Place Kicker Award. And you can bet one of the votes that will be tallied for him will could be the fan vote, okay? If we all vote and we and he wins out of the three that are in there. Right now he's getting kind of, everybody's getting trounced by uh, Cole Tracy of LSU. And he's only made 22 field goals this year. I guess he's pretty good, but he's probably the worst out of the three that are up. Uh, but the LSU fans are killing it on the voting. But if you go to our social sites, at Cuse Militia on Facebook and Twitter, the link is there to vote. Go vote Andre Schmidt and yeah. um, submit that. That would be awesome. Help, get those votes help, in. Help him out and show him some love. Uh, the new format for fan feedback, okay? Fan feedback has just gotten popular and, uh, well... There was three games, so there was that. But it has still been tough to get them all in some days. So yeah. what we're going to do now is make them good, make them, make them, I don't know, sarcastic as hell, make them whatever you want to do. You can get Maybe creative. throw some questions. Throw yeah. some questions, whatever you got. Uh, we're going to do a fan feedback top 10 now. So we're going to pick the 10 best between Joe and I, and we're going to do those for fan feedback now. And speaking yeah. of questions and stuff, when I give out the email for – if you win the what you call it the uh, online or the iTunes review stuff, swag bag, the swag bag, the Q's crate. If you can use that email, Q's militia at Gmail for whatever. If you've got a suggestion, if you've got uh, a critique, a criticism, I, I don't care. We're big boys. We can take it. We want to make oh, sure this. Sean, show- you know, you know, it's the easiest guaranteed way to get on the show. What's that? Well, call the hotline. Oh, call the hotline. That's Leave right. Leave a message Two, three, or six. ask a question. 236 You can always that's that line's always open. Disregard the voicemail. I try to change it up after the games, but right now I think it still says hear your thoughts on Oregon. You can always call that and leave a question. You can email and leave a question. I just want to make that known that you guys can do that. Um, and you're not bugging us at all if you DM on Twitter or anything. Like we we don't care. Um, Tim Green. Okay, look. Uh, you know, this wasn't someone I got to grow up watching, but of course, I mean, he's a legend and you know his name. And a shout out to Syracuse Sports in the South Facebook page. They actually put together a meme and uh, he played, they, they just give a little graphic here. His season's 82 to 85. Joe, were you, you were born in 82, right? 83. 83, yeah. okay, so... Uh, yeah, he started before you were born. Uh, at yep. SU, he had 45 and a half sacks, 341 tackles. In the NFL, through 86, 86 to 93, he had 24 sacks. Two-time All-American College Football Hall of Famer. He has been diagnosed and come out publicly that he has um, ALS. And I have a friend 
whose mother passed away from ALS, and it comes on strong and hard, and it's devastating to a family. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers with with him and his family. Yeah, and absolutely. It's um, it's an awful thing, and it comes on like just uh, a ton of bricks. So, um, power to him for sure. Uh, another thing, real quick, the the Don Staffel book. Syracuse ba- Jim Beheim in Syracuse Basketball. Look, you can still email him, get a custom signed copy. DStaffo64 at Gmail. Oh, yeah. It's getting about that time, huh? It's getting about that time. People I want to mention this real Christmas quick. Shopping already. Yeah. Yeah, if you're starting Christmas shopping, I believe they're 32 bucks and they get sent right to your house. Uh, he'll custom, uh, you know, sign them, tell them who you want to meet out to, and he'll send them right to you. It's a great book. I've started reading it, and it's, it's like I said, it's a Syracuse basketball encyclopedia well jim Beheim, syracuse basketball area era encyclopedia and it's great so and before i forget i want to wish everybody happy thanksgiving because once i wrap the show i'm trying to shut joe up (laughs) i'll forget so i want to wish everybody a happy thanksgiving and that's it that's it that's all i've got i'm sorry to take up the time to do it i but uh some some things i just wanted to mention okay so all right, both of the pregames are brought to you by J.P. Mulligan's 202 West Genesee Street in Fayetteville. Of course, they have their happy hours Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, Trivia Tuesdays, and every NFL game every Sunday. And you know what else they play every game of? Syracuse. Okay, so go there, get some wings, grab a beer, sit with fellow Syracuse fans, the hashtag Cuse family. If Nick's working behind the bar there, ask him to grab you some Cuse Militia swag, okay? Maybe he'll even give you an extra one for a buddy or something like that. So go ahead, go to 202 West Genesee Street, J.P. Mulligan's in Fayetteville, and check them out. All right, Joe, the Orange, back in the Dome. Tomorrow night, it is Tuesday night, the time we're recording this show. They come to the Dome tomorrow night at 7. Uh, Colgate is 4-1. and one. They have wins over Monmouth, Cornell, Nazareth, Binghamton. And uh, I guess their loss was, what, to New Jersey? What was that? What would that be? New N- Jersey. NJIT. Yeah. In, what would it be? Something, uh, whatever. Yeah. They lost to them. <laughs> Institute yeah. of Technology. That's it. New Jersey Institute of Technology. There we go. Um, so... All right, Joe. Sorry, man. I'm school. No, you're good, man. What What can you tell <laughs> us about Colgate? See, I love these shows because all I got to do is do the open, the morning announcements, mention when the game is, and I get to sit back and listen to Joe. Joe, tell us about Colgate, buddy. Colgate's actually not They're as not horrible, bad as they? they normally are. Isn't I mean, not, what? I'm just trying to give them a little bit of props. They do got some players that can score, and obviously, I mean, they're 4-1, but obviously they're uh, – Competition isn't great. Um, Ken Palm's got him up in the 170s, which I know, by the way, you know, we dropped out of the top 25, but he still has some respect for us. And we're still in 17th with a uh, top 10 defense um, efficiency or statistics, whatever. But um, I don't know. That must be steals or something. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Colgate's led uh, in scoring by a six foot sophomore guard, Jordan Burns, uh, averages 18 points a game. Four rebounds, five assists. Um, uh, they also have a six-eight junior forward, Will Raymond, who averages fifteen points, five rebounds a game, and a six-foot-ten junior forward. I'm gonna butcher, probably butcher this. Uh, Rappelis. Yeah, you nailed it. I, you nailed it. Good job. Rappelis Ivanas. <laughs> <laughs> Rappelis Ivanaskis. Perfect. And 
he averages 16 points and 11 and a half rebounds a game. So those are their three main players. And again, you, you did hear 6'10". They got a little bit of height. Um, they got, I believe, two forwards or 6'8", 6'9". Uh, Ivanis, I don't know why I'm trying to say it again. He's six foot ten. So they got, and then they had another starter, Richardson, who's um, a six foot five guard. So they have a little bit of length, but um, judging by uh, looking at Ken Palms, you know, and just the way that the games have gone, their defense doesn't look like it's that great. And obviously, we've been struggling to score. It's just one of those games where we need to get off of. We got to forget about these past two games um, and just kind of come out and do what we need to do against a team that we normally usually beat. Um, yeah, what's the all-time record there? Oh, jeez. I, I got know. it. I'll keep talking. I'll get it. I feel like they beat us once, but I don't know. Maybe I'm full of poop. But either way, uh, it's it's just one of those games where, again, I mean, just after these last two games, you just got to give the fans just something to just hope. You know, we can't come out and – struggle against a team like this you know we have to just get back to the drawing board uh, we got the holidays and a, a whole week before this next game and um it's kind of a big game so this is kind of just one of those you know clean up your mess and uh figure out you know what you're doing wrong and, and just clean it up and just try to work a little bit better hopefully frank howard can be back i, I mean i read some things that are he's practicing and hopefully he's a little bit closer so um, but then, who knows if he's... what's the status of him? And I didn't mention in the in the, in the morning announcements there, but Dungey is still unknown for Boston College. In case you're wondering, uh, yeah. What's new with Frank Howard? Is there any new uh, news? I I heard he was supposed to play, or that they were hoping he was going to play. I mean, he's yeah, he's moving around a little bit better, and uh, they're gonna you know obviously they were gonna the last thing that I heard they're gonna see how he practiced during the week and stuff, but. Um, if he doesn't, I think that Beheim really wants to try to just get him back for this next game after the the holidays, and that's um, I think it's at Ohio State for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Yeah. So that's kind of a big game. Um, we don't really necessarily need Frank Howard to win this game, but I wouldn't be surprised to kind of see him sprinkle put him in. in. Yeah, sprinkle him in there for a couple minutes, let him get out there, get the rust off, go out there and, and do some stuff. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, from there on out, we'll be good. That'll be our uh, our lineup. Everyone will kind of be back, and hopefully, um, we can just kick this thing in gear. You know, how many times did you think we they beat us? Once. We've we've played them 170 times, and the record's 125 to 45. They beat us 45 oh, wow. times. Well, that must have been old. Yeah, I'm just saying. Recent, like in my lifetime, I, th- I feel like they beat us only once. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot though. Forty-five wins. I play them every year. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think you know it's one of those things where when you see two really bad games like that, you don't. Those games were played almost exactly the same if as from a spectator standpoint, and yeah. you you know there's there's not a whole lot you're going to be able to change overnight in, in in during the day for a game right. and it was kind of an early or well it was an afternoon game 4:30 but, but still you're you still not going to be able to practice. change anything right yeah. so my point is is that they're going to take that bad from those two games this past weekend and and they can definitely if if anyone's going to be able to fix it it's going to be a hall of fame coach like Jim Beheim. I'm not saying he's the only one but I'm just saying 
you know, yeah. he's he's. It's not like he's never seen what happened before. So, all right. Yeah. Well, and this is a game you can't lose. So no, this would be uh, this would be a this would be really bad to lose. This and game. after you're showing on national TV down in New York City, um, I'd want to come out and try to prove a point. Yeah, if I was on the team. So if I'm O'Shea Brissett, well, I mean, coach, I think was clear. Stop taking threes. Stop. Just stop. <sighs> Cut it out. You know, uh, leave it to. I think Elijah Hughes is a is a. He, I think he's a solid shooter. I think he's yeah. going to develop into an even better one. Obviously, that always happens. And um, you know, Brissett needs to. If Brissett sticks to his game, then I we're going to play better. The whole team will play better. Brissett too sticks much, to his game. Too much just too much of the offense just seems forced. Oh yeah, and that was really really forced. That's a perfect word for it. Very forced. Okay. All right, well, moving on. Cuse football heads up to uh, Boston College, the Alumni Chestnut Stadium. Hill, what? Yeah, Chestnut Hill. They're going to face Boston College at noon on Saturday. And this is kind of how it shakes out on paper. We did drop in in um, offense, obviously. We knew that was coming. Uh, Syracuse overall offense ranked 24th now with uh, average yards per game of 459 and average yards per play of 5.65 up against Boston College's 59th ranked defense. They're allowing 387.6 yards a game and about five yards, let's call it five yards a play. Um, Boston College's offense, not not real, not the, not the best. They, they, they average about 408 yards a game. And uh, against Syracuse's defense, it surprisingly rose a couple spots from 97th to 95th, allowing 433 yards a game. So it's really close on paper. It really is close on paper, Joe. So yeah. you tell me. Uh, close on paper, the matchup looks decent. I say in favor of Syracuse, but what's the, what, what's the reality? No, you're absolutely right. On paper, it's, it's going to be really close. Uh, Boston College, they have a really good – um, defense, the second half of of the season, they've been holding teams. I mean, they held Clemson to 27. I know they just lost to Florida State, uh, and they held those 22-21. So um, I don't even think that they've allowed a team to score over 30 points in the last, like, six or seven games. So uh, it's just – it's going to be one of those things. And obviously, but the question marks that we have, we don't really know um, – we don't really know what's going to happen because that's going to be a good defense and they are going to use the uh, the kind of play action and their run heavy AJ Dillon he was a he was a preseason um, Heisman candidate and you know some injuries he hasn't really put up the numbers and they've he's missed some games but um, he's still a really good running back and their quarterback uh, can definitely run too. He's got the, the athleticism and stuff, so he can he can do some things on offense. And they also have a co- uh, sorry a receiver, uh, Kobe White, and he's kind of been their leading receiver the last couple games. Um, so it seems like they can get him off of the play action. So uh, they're pretty transparent as far as Boston College, as far as what they're going to do. They're going to line up, they're going to hit you in the mouth, try to run it down your throat, and you know um, get some some run pass kind of option stuff going with the quarterbacks and, and the running back in, uh, and their defense is just, like I said, they've held teams to under 30 points. So, um, and like I said, they, they gave up some, some big points early. So, uh, earlier in the season, I don't know if their defense was missing something or if they've just gotten better, but 
since, like I said, I think it was the last six games, they've held uh, every opponent's under 30. NC State under 30, Clemson under 30. Um, so Yeah, they've also not scored a ton either, though. Well, yeah, no, that's and that's like I said. I mean, some of that had to do with the fact that their quarterback got banged up one game, a couple games. They've been banged up here and there. That running back missed a couple games, so I mean, they they've, been doing, by they've been doing what they have to do to eke it out, you know. Right. And um, you know, at this point in the season, you kind of know what a team is, and that's kind of what Boston College is, and we know what what we are, and um, we know what we need to do if Dungy's going to be, you know, we know what to expect if Dungy's going to be ready. I, I wouldn't expect him to be ready. So therefore you have, you know, a freshman, you know, retro freshman quarterback, most likely going into start against a pretty good defense. Um, and uh, an offense that, you know, can score and they can keep drives alive and slow down the game and will make the run the clock down, but, you know, slow down the pace of the game. And, uh, and limit our possessions. So, yeah, their um, defense is decent on on third down too, like ours. We're we're right. a fifth uh, with the you know twenty seven percent conversion rate, and they're they're at thirty six percent forty at forty first. Right. So, it's stopping it. them from stopping them from you know eating up clock and, and running some drives is not going to be easy. Uh, so we're going to have to do our best to kind of maximize the amount of points we can get off of possessions. This is one of those games where the other team's going to go fast. And if we make a quick mistake or a quick three and out, you know, we might just have the chance to get the ball right back in less than a couple minutes. Like, you know, there's going to be three, four, five, six, seven minute drives, you know, that our offense is sitting there waiting to get there. So we have to be able to, to basically take as much advantage as possible of every possession. And, uh, we can't make the mistakes that we made last week. Uh, by not, this game. I feel like last week running the ball was working. I thought it was doing. They were doing a decent job. It was working. I feel like in the beginning when Notre Dame was nervous about Dungey running. Oh, is that how you? That's how, what you think. Well, what about that's, if you got Devito coming in? Let's say you got Devito coming in. Let's. I say, if I'm Boston College, I'm I'm probably planning on I'm developing a game plan around Devito. So. Most likely, I would. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, run heavy with Mo Neal. I mean, you got you got Jarvion Howard, Mo Neal, Dante Strickland. That's a that's a freaking that's a running back core right there. That's yeah. You're stout. gonna have to beat them at their own game. I I know you got to, but you got to be able to open up. And we're gonna to be able to establish a run, and we're gonna have to be able to you know. I don't know how Devito gets. Yeah, I don't know how Devito is gonna be able to get you know get passing lanes open and stuff if they're not gonna be able to. You know, maybe play action or something. You gotta get the run going, man. Gotta get going. Well, yeah, and again, when I mean, it got to a point last game where they knew that we had to pass, and uh, and they shut it know. down. Right. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> so I mean, I think for Devito to be, he's not Eric Dungy as far as some of the things he can do, and um, for him to be successful, especially against a team like this. I mean, we're going to have to definitely establish a run and be able to hit up play action and stuff like that. You know, we're not just going to be able to, you know, start out in shotgun four four wide and, and just sling the ball around. It's just not going to be able to happen. So, yeah. But yes, well, I mean, this this game definitely makes me nervous because this is that type of team that, you know, if we're if we're not getting those tackles and they're breaking tackles and their offense and or the you know we're not winning the 
the battle at the, in, at the offense and defense aligned, then it could be a long day. Right, you know? and it's a home game, and it's their last, it's their senior day. Right, so, exactly. I mean, there's some factors there that definitely work against SU. But uh, I, I feel confident, but I want to know how confident you feel, Joe. Uh, hmm. This... <laughs> This uh, this uh, Syracuse opened up at a seven and a half point underdog, according to my bookie. All right, now remember, Joe's my bookie pick, brought to you by my bookie. And if you want to just basically have a free bet, you're gonna bet on the Lions and Bears game. Go to my bookie, set up your account, and you're gonna go and you're gonna play the Turkey Day free play. And you can bet up to 250 bucks. And if you lose, they're gonna give you your money back. If you win, they play they pay out like normal. It's as simple as that. Why they're doing it, I don't know. I don't know. But if you go and do that and bet on that line of that game, uh, you could possibly uh, win some money, some real money. So you mm-hmm. you play, you win, you get paid. And in this case, you play, you lose. You don't lose nothing, actually. So, uh, anyway, Joe, what's the what's the line at now? It opened at seven and a half. Syracuse underdog, right? Yeah, that's where it opened. So right now, Syracuse is they closed the gap a tiny bit. They're only a seven point underdog now. So that's it. That's it. That's it. So I mean, look, dude, look. I feel like every time we do one of these, my bookie picks for you, Joe. Puts a lot of stress on you, and it's each one is seems like it's the toughest one. So this one's kind of tough. I think this one's kind of tough. I, well, I don't do it. It's your segment. You go. Well, I'm gonna take. Why would I change now? Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's the last game. You know, it's not the last game. It's the last regular season game. Oh, you, know, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so Joe's taking Joe's taking yeah. Syracuse with the I points. I think. I think that. After this past week, um, Babers, he kind of—I don't know. I think that the younger guys are going to know kind of what happened last week, and it was a way bigger stage last week. That game was way hyped up. You're on. You're playing on. You know, you're playing in yeah. a historic landmark, and you are chasing points the whole game. So Dungey goes down. We'll be able to bounce back from this. Uh, you know, come back just. Give it all you got. Leave it all out there because you know you got a couple weeks off before a bowl game, so you'll be able to get those bumps and bruises, and aches and pains out, and just get prepared for uh, for the whoever and wherever your bowl game is. And um, yeah, I mean, getting seven points and the way that Boston College, the way that the game's going to be slowed down, and this is probably going to be one of the faster. I mean, like we talked about it before, it seems like Syracuse games, especially when you get in those little shootouts and stuff, they seem like they're not three, three and a half hour games they're more like four hour games. Um, this is probably going to be one of the faster ones this probably. whole season. So, so you're saying and, around three and, hours like normal. Yeah, probably. Yeah, most likely barring, you know, some crazy serious injury stuff and stuff like that. But and and we talked about how Notre Dame or sorry, uh, Boston College really doesn't score at a high rate so as long as we can stop the run and dylan doesn't go crazy then i don't even i mean just that's a lot of points for how low scoring of a game this is probably going to be um yeah well you know we were we had talked about the weather last week right yeah it was this could be another situation it was decent at yankee stadium when sun was out i think it was around 50 degrees 47 or something like that well this saturday 
it, they're calling for 40% chance of rain, and it's going to be a little chillier. It's going to be around 42 degrees, probably about 42 to 45. So, yeah, that could be a factor, you know? Yeah. Well, this is, you know, this is where your character gets built as far as this kind of stuff goes because even though last week wasn't that bad, that was still probably the worst conditions we played in all year. So just based upon the fact that it was just a little bit colder. So this week, talking about even colder, and then you add rain to the to the um, equation. Uh, you never really know. And again, this is just, just, just teaching moments at this point. Like we're playing with house money. And just you hope to win, you hope, hope to stay relevant, but at the end of the day, just you just it's it's only going to help for the future. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll be back here. I guess. Uh, what are we going to do after Colgate, Joe? What's the game plan? Let's let everybody know. We're gonna eat turkey. Oh, that's right. It's Thanksgiving, so we might yeah. not get to do a uh, post game for Colgate for no. I don't think so. I mean, I think that we could probably do something small come Sunday when we talk uh, when we do the post game for football. All right, so we'll just lump it yeah, in let's there. Just do, do something small. Yeah, hopefully it's a blowout. Because I mean, if we to... win, it's like yeah, we're supposed to win. If we lose, it's like yeah, we're not going to talk about right. that. Basically, so. just so you know, I mean, what is there to talk about? Did the offense improve? Is Frank Howard back? Did the defense improve? I well, mean, that's not all to talk about if we lose. That's not all to talk about if we lose. No, I mean, I'm assuming losing's out of the equation, but I guess I shouldn't. I shouldn't well, do that. You told me earlier today. What What do you do when you assume? You make an ass out of you and me, right? All right. Well, then let's <laughs> not do all that, huh? Okay. All right. Um, okay, well, we'll get back here Sunday. I hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving. And remember to go vote, please, for uh, Andre Schmidt. I don't know if we can catch up. But he was like 5,000 votes behind, and I know this podcast right now is not going to reach 5,000 people. No. Yeah. But uh, you can share it on social media, man. You can do all that. Go to our social sites and share yeah. it, retweet Help it or out. whatever. And I'll bet you anything if everybody did that, I bet you would reach deserves it. it. Yeah. He the guy leads it. the nation in scoring. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, well, that's it. Kept it down to a half hour. Schmidt for Heisman. Yeah, yeah, Schmidt for Heisman. There we go. Uh, thanks to my bookie, JP Mulligans, James on guitar, you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Make sure you spread the word, help us out. And uh, that's it. We'll try to get back here Sunday. That's the plan. If anything changes, I'll let you know on social media. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.